Hey, this is Amara. And this is Margaret. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to All, all the, the Ships. Ships, a podcast where we explore building, navigating, and possibly ending all types of relationships. The conversations you've had, should be having, or never thought to have. Enjoy. Enjoy. Also, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share using the hashtag All the Ships. So I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no love. Oh, my smile, my mind reassure me, I don't need no one. Woke up this morning with my mind set on loving me with my mind set on loving me. Woke up this morning. Let's go. Yeah, all right. Um welcome to another episode of All the Ships. And it's another episode with a woman. Yeah. (laughs) Back to back. Ladies' night. Love it. I to actually caveat this before we start off, this is this episode is technically with two women. It's just yes. done separately. So enjoy. I yeah. don't know how we're gonna finesse it, but we will finesse it and you enjoy it. That exactly. one I can guarantee. I love that for us. Yeah. Now it's so much pressure, they must enjoy you. Cool. Okay. By the um, way, it's Amara. Oh yes, and I'm Margaret as always. And well, we have a guest. Guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Who are you? Yeah. Find babe like you. First of all, before our guest introduces herself, guys, we're, we're learning what goes. See, at the beginning of every episode, we're introducing our guests. You have to give us our credits. I'm screaming. Not Amara <laughs> saying, validate me. Did you guys not used to do this before? No. Oh, okay. We had an episode where we didn't introduce the guest until like the end or something. Oh, <laughs> well. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, I'm Daphna. Um... What do I say about myself? <laughs> what do you want the people to know? Um, I'm a creative. I'm a writer. I'm a filmmaker. Mm. Um, I'm a screenplay editor. So I work mostly in film and TV. And yeah, that's pretty much my passion, like writing and storytelling. Mm. Nice. So. And she's a beautiful model. Oh, gosh. Oh. Beautiful model. <laughs> no, seriously. That's you know, how thank I you, mom and dad. But yeah. <laughs> That's how I knew Daphna before I met you was just seeing you in other people's things and like pictures and stuff like people that I follow. Really? Yeah. Me, like actually modeling or like just like you in film, but also you just on the other side of the camera. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, and right, then cause I saw the picture that you posted today, I think, um, of like a shot like with your braids. Um, yes. Yeah. And I thought the person who took that picture was an amazing picture. But also you're a really good model. And I was like, damn girl. Thank you. Love it for you. Thank you. What does your name mean? Or like is that your full name? Like, yeah, it is. Daphna. Um my full name is my last name is I think like the longer part. Daphna is just like Is your full my, first is name? My full yeah, first yeah, name. Yeah. yeah. Um my name has a really long, complex meaning mm. that I um always trying to like understand a little bit better Mm. um because my dad gave me the name and now he's passed so it's a i can't ask him like for details Mm. um but he always told like when i would ask him what my name meant it would always be a version of the simple meaning actually is um a bay leaf like you know the bay leaf you use to make jello fries the direct translation is a laurel bay leaf Mm. so it's like the plant yeah but it's the it's the word in hebrew and then it's the name for a woman Mm. Um, and then in I think in like the Greek mythology it translates into like you know some sex goddess or something mm. like that um, that was turned into a tree because Zeus was chasing her mm. um, but my dad's explanation to me was uh, a princess or somebody who is a leader 
but where's a crown made out of plants, mm. not gold or jewels, because yeah. that represents humility, and humility is the most important trait that a leader should, should have. have mm. yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that's, really that's pretty beautiful. cool. I like that you asked yeah. that. Yeah, no, I just I like your name, and I I like I have a weird thing about like about mouths. <laughs> so I like how like people's teeth move in their mouths and stuff like that. And I like how words feel in my mouth and I like how your name feels in my mouth. It's a nice word to say. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So I was like, I wonder what it means. Because yeah. probably when you're gone, I'm just going to be saying your name. Just Daphne, Daphne, Daphne. A lot of people say Daphne. Mm. No, fuck but those people. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck those no, people. thank you. Daphne. <laughs> that was it. But yes, welcome to all the ships, Daphna. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here because I had no idea what I was coming in for, what we're going to be talking about. Mm. And yeah, it feels good. It feels good. It feels very chill. All right. Oh. We're going to surprise you then. <laughs> Boo. I forgot to give you a heads up, um, but we usually start, or we're trying to now usually start with um, a question about a relationship that's giving you life currently. Like it, it doesn't have to be a relationship that's give, like your best relationship in life, just like <laughs> in the last week or two. What's a relationship that you feel like is supporting you in the way that you need to be supported or just like giving you what needs to be giving? Um, I think, do I have to say names or? You don't have to. You can just describe that. Okay. Well, you all know her. My homegirl, Pam. Um, She's my old roommate and I've known her for like quite a few years and we're in very different places in our lives um, and we're very different from each other, like mm-hmm. <laughs> very, very different. But she's been going through a lot. I've been going through a lot and I'm just very grateful for the ways in which we've shown up for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, like she's the one person that even if I'm crying and I have no reason, no explanation as to where the tears or the trigger or anything came from, I can call, I can pick up my phone, FaceTime her and chances are she might be in the same headspace and we just start laughing because we're looking at each other like oh well so who wants to go first um so it's just helped you know knowing that hey yeah things are a bit difficult but like you have you have someone that even without saying anything Anything. intuitively like already knows that hey you know you're you're going through shit and we can we don't it doesn't we don't have to fix it we can just sit here and cry and wallow and she's also somebody that we can talk for hours like you know like she's she just gives you that safe space that open space to just Get everything out, repeat yourself as much as you need to, um, and just flush it out your system. By the time I finish talking to her, I always feel better, like no matter what Mm. mood, even if I'd gone in with a great mood, I feel even better after I talk to her. So, um, yeah, she's, she's someone I would say in the past week has been past week, past few weeks, past months has been a great support system for me. I love that. That's beautiful. Shout out to female friendship. Right. It's so beautiful. (laughs) That's a black female friendship. Yep. Um, black women girl. supporting women. And that's our word. <laughs> um, period. Yeah. What about you, Margaret? It's funny because uh, it's it's not a secret now. Um, we recorded an episode earlier today. And so I've already answered this question. So I was trying to think of a different answer um, that is still true. I don't know if it's because you're here. But I was thinking about my relationship with your sister. Mm. Uh, your sister is my coach, yeah. and she trains. She trains us. She yeah. also trains yeah. you. Um, and I think about her a lot because I notice changes in my body that are thanks to her. Mm. Um, and it's kind of cool. Like I don't know. Like earlier today, I made a video of myself. And I turned to the right, and I saw my muscles in my arm, mm. and I was like, "Damn, girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't be being jacked as shit." <laughs> 
I was like, yeah, shout out to Shuli, man. So that was a, a nice moment. And um, I think working out with her has made me feel like she creates community while you're exercising. Mm-hmm. And I need to exercise for my stupid mental health. Mm-hmm. For all of our mental health. <laughs> Honestly, really, me exercising, protecting everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need to exercise for my stupid mental health and being able to go to a place where there are other people like me exercising makes it easier for me to exercise. Um, It makes it something I can do and it makes something I can count. Like having to go to this place keeps me accountable. um, And so it adds to like this feeling of like I'm doing something for myself and I'm doing it in a way that makes me feel happy. Mm -hmm. And it's just because she created that community and that space for it to exist. So shout out to her. Shout out to her for real, and I think I also really like that it's not heavy gym culture. In exactly, there. yeah. Um, that's always pushed me away from going to the gym. I don't like gym bros or gym yeah. babes or whatever they are, and I feel so much pressure to do things like gym people when I don't know what I'm doing ninety nine point nine percent of the time. So I, I really like that there's a lot of room for mistakes and like um, laughing at yourself and laughing yeah. at each other, you know, like and nobody at her. <laughs> like she lets <laughs> us insult her. Like yeah, that's honestly, yeah, yeah. It's the best part of it. Sign up to Aya, bro. Like, <laughs> Sign up to Aya. Sign up to Aya as you are. As yeah, you are. Is literally best. come as you are and yeah. be a better version of yourself. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to give a shout out to Margaret. Oh. <laughs> but not. <laughs> For Margaret's sake, I feel like a lot of the relationships right now that are giving me life are relationships that Margaret has brought into my life. Mm. Um, So I was thinking about even Theory, thinking about Tosin, I was thinking about Chidema, I was thinking about, okay, Fumbi's not all you, but like, (laughs) they're just quite a number of relationships that are like really supporting me now. And a lot of them I've met through Margaret. um, And so... I'm shouting out all these people, but I'm shouting out Margaret. Pope, pope, pope. Community building, man. It's yeah. it's honestly a beautiful, beautiful um, thing. It's the bedrock of of life. Yeah. Some know? people are better at others that are doing it. And so we just we perch. I think some people are better at others than doing it. And then there are those of us that just need the space. Like once somebody has created it or once people have created it, then, oh my God, shit, you didn't even realize that that's the kind of space you needed, needed to, to get be, yeah. so, so done. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I love it. But yeah, um, do you want to introduce what we're talking about, babe? Yes. We are talking about sisterhood. Yeah. Sister. sister, sister, really. Yeah, like... It's a good pivot, actually, speaking about, like, female relationships and, like, friendships and stuff. And, like, um, I guess, in a way, sisterhood is the pinnacle of, like, female relationships. Like, it's the thing that, like, when you have a friend and you guys connect so much, it's supposed to sort of elevate it to a kind of sisterhood. Um, And so, like, it's, like, this, like in a lot of ways it's defined as like the yeah the like prime version of female relationship and being able to be in like intimacy that um is platonic obviously um is sisterhood um and we are all lucky enough blessed enough cursed enough (laughs) to uh have sisters be sisters and have sisters um and so just 
talking about um, what that looks like for us, like our experience of it, the things um, we love about it, have learned about it or learned about ourselves through it um, and like the dynamics that play out in sisterhood. So um, something we were just kind of touching on before we started recording was um, this idea of like competitiveness um, women are often pitted against each other. And so um, particularly in like coming, we're all Nigerian coming from a Nigerian culture where comparison is like the number one way our parents used to like motivate, motivate and like discipline us, whether you have siblings or not. It's just like someone else is doing do, better. Do they have two heads? So like, do they have two heads? That's the title of this <laughs> episode. <laughs> is, do they have two heads? Um, and so, when you are, you know, when you have somebody in your house Mm-mm. and it's like this, there's someone right here who they can compare you to. And it's also a witness to that comparison. Like, I know like you can get compared to your friends, but your friends are not here when your your parents are going. Do they have two heads most of the time? Sometimes your parents can still do it in front of them. But manners. Mm-hmm. Honestly, <laughs> parents don't have manners. But um, sometimes you you know, you get the reprieve of just knowing internally that your parents are comparing you to this person, but they don't know that. Um, but when you have a sibling, particularly a sister, then it's very, like, direct. Um, but to get us started, I thought it would be a good idea to sort of talk about, like, our, who do, like, well, we've already established we have sisters, but um, how Where many sisters, exactly. where do you fall? Like, yeah, so I'll just go because I'm, already speaking i have a sister another sister sounded like eight Eight, for a second i I have a singular sister uh and she is 10 years older than me yeah Yeah. it's a big difference yeah so uh and i'll say right now uh we're not very close and we've never been very close but that's my relationship with my sister um i have two sisters well I have two uh, two full sisters and one half sister. I'm like, what do you what do you call a full sister? What's the one? <laughs> um, and the two full sisters are older than me. Um, they're one is almost six years older than me, and I think the other one's about nine years older than me. And then my younger sister is my half sister, and I think I am. About twenty something odd years older than her, um, so yeah. Okay, um, yeah, I'm the opposite in this situation. <laughs> yeah. I have one sister, one sibling. Um, she's three years younger than me. When we were younger, I guess that age difference was more significant because mm-hmm. of you know schools mm-hmm. and whatnot and friend groups. But now we, I, I don't, I, I don't really see her as like younger. Anymore, mm. like she's my sister. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um. Yeah. Sometimes the younger comes in. Like that is the you know dynamic that we have. But like, I don't. I don't. We try not to let that factor in, especially as she's gotten older and she's coming to her own Perfect. person. Also. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So just one sibling is just. I'm. I'm the oldest. She's the youngest. Yeah. <laughs> That's the dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Did you ever wish you had more siblings? Oh yeah. Like really. My, like. My mom especially wanted more kids. She wanted boys. Mm. Um, so she, I think I even, 
I used to write in like you know when in primary school you write my family stories because my mom was very into manifestation. I would you used write, to make up yes, I used brothers. to make up brothers. I'd be like I have a sister and two twin brothers, like younger brothers, and <laughs> even give them I names. Love it. I don't um, love it, but I know. <laughs> but my mom was very big on manifesting and you saying things mm, and moving, moving in the way that you want yeah. to say yeah, things. So she would or she would like buy baby things and mm. in preparation for having a son and she never had to have a son, but mm. you know, she has us. She has yeah. two yeah. wonderful. um but yeah no i i did want more siblings um i think as i got older i I wasn't i didn't care as much especially when Mm. i saw how much money my parents were spending Mm -hmm. for school and you know trying to take care of me and my sister and like starting to understand the struggles of like (laughs) family income yeah children are expensive so i i I definitely stopped one like I, i don't think i it was something that i ever like desperately wished i had like i was very content with my sister um it was mostly my mom i think maybe because of her i wanted, I wanted it. It. yeah yeah because yeah, yeah, she wanted it but i don't think it was like yeah the thing you said about like finances struck me as like a senior sister like a like a first child like thing you know what i mean mm. like um just thinking about family almost like a parent where like you have to consider more than just like you know I wanted a sister because I wanted somebody to copy me and do what I told them to do. Mm. It it wouldn't have factored into my head for the a cost long of that time. Sister. That, yeah, that like somebody needs to feed her yeah. or like they have to pay for like <laughs> my brother wouldn't let me paint his nails, so I wanted a sister. Like oh. that that was the a younger sister. That yeah. was my yeah, yeah. I have I have a little brother, so I wanted that's that's why I wanted a sister. Yeah. Um, I just thought like how. Because you're, yeah, you're the older sister, but you're also the firstborn. Mm. How much of, like, the stereotypes around that do you feel, like, yeah, apply embodies. to you? Like, yeah, how much of that embodies in, like, do you embody, sorry? Um, oh, it's interesting because I feel like I've dropped the ball a lot of times as an older mm. sister in, like, in choosing myself. Mm. And... I think in doing that, my sister has had to step up and play roles that made it seem like she was the, the older, older one. Um, because I was just like, no, nah, fuck it, I'm doing what I want to do. Like, everybody else, you know, will figure Did it really? out. Um, so I don't think I've played into the stereotype of, you know, an older sibling who feels that they always have heavy expectations, expectations on their on head because I feel like at a certain age, especially after university, I kind of stepped back and I was just like, I, yeah, I that's what I say. Were you always like that or was it a react? Was it like you used to play an older sister or like you were playing your role as the firstborn and then you were like, ah, this, this is, is not working for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I definitely did that. Especially because like, when I, ca- I came to Canada first, my sister came after my mom put it in my head that, Hey, like you are her mother out there. Mm. You know, like you need to look after her like the way, I would and like that's 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 the family's baby like you know everybody mm. like treated her like a baby but that in itself um was a problem because it meant that we took a lot of autonomy from her my mm. mom used my mom made decisions for her through me like mm. asking me what I thought versus talking to, to her, her about and asking it. how much she wanted um, and in that sense I definitely played like I wouldn't it's not like I would call her and ask her hey so what do you think about I'll just make the decisions for the both of us because mm, I was like I'm yeah. older obviously I'm making those decisions but um, now that you know we're older we've had conversations in which she's 
very much expressed how like nobody asked her what she thought yeah like and that was just something that never even occurred occurred to to me like you know i was just like i'm the older sibling obviously it's me that they'll ask but she was also an adult like her own person coming into adulthood so it was important that she also made decisions and had input in the decisions that we were making as a family and i think because she was younger and because she was excluded from those decision making processes um initially when she did get to an age where we could ask her it didn't really click with anybody in my family to do that like Mm. we had multiple disagreements i would say before i realized that i was like okay bro you're doing the most like (laughs) like you're not in control of her life like she actually has to like be in control of her own life um but yeah growing pains there were were definitely some blood was drawn a few times Gosh. I think that on the flip side of that, I definitely like I fit the younger sibling sister stereotype to a T of yeah. just being like the person that like everyone made decisions for me, mm. and I didn't like my my plan my plan, and I think I've expressed this on numerous episodes. My plan was always to get the fuck out, so like I didn't see a way forward inside the dynamic. The dynamic. Yeah, yeah, my plan was always remove yourself from this dynamic and then create your own way, and then they won't like. So, and that quite literally looks like don't need them, mm-hmm. so they don't they can't make a decision for you, yeah. and then you can make your own decisions, and then you can add them after. After, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it was that it was like I, I'm I'm not only the youngest sister, I was also the last child for twenty odd I'm years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so it was even even. I used to take care of my brother. I used to say when we were younger, I used mm. to take care of my brother, but my brother was still treated. He's also the only boy. Mm. He was treated with more autonomy than respect, yeah. yeah, than I had. Um, but then his choices ended up being my responsibility mm. to some extent. So it just, yeah, it didn't, it's funny because it didn't drive me mad. It was just life. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. it's just what it, it's, yeah. the, it's all yeah. you knew. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. It's only in retrospect that you start looking like this is the conversation you and I were having where you start looking at the way you behave now and you're like, why do I make these kinds of choices or why do I respond this way? And then you're like, oh, it's because I have an expectation that maybe someone else's decisions are going to be my responsibility because that's what it used to be. And so now I move in a way to avoid the possibility that that can happen even if in this particular situation it's not actually a real risk Mm -hmm. but it's just your default because it's a learned habit so like how you were saying you know when i asked you that question and you were like yeah no you don't think you embody um the older sister stereotype because you really like pushed away from that and i was like the way you answered it made me realize that like i don't think you started off like that like it sounds like you started off the opposite. Yeah, yes. You and know, then you were like, right. actually, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And then you react to like what's going on and be like, oh no, I'm I'm putting this down. Yeah. But like the initial starter was like was doing that. Yeah. Um huh. and I, yeah, go on. I was gonna say, how did that like when you made that decision, whether active, subconscious, whatever, like how do you know how that played an effect on your relationship with your sister? Um and with your parents. Funny enough, I feel like she made the decision and that was what caused all of us to like realign. Mm. Because I think my sister kind of got, what it seemed like to our family was that she got tired of being told what to do and not being considered in, in, you know, a 
in a way that actually like made sense. Like not you, what was happening was we would just I would pick up the phone or I would talk to my mom and my dad and then I would tell her what we had discussed. Okay, so you guys discussed, made the decision, and now this is what we're doing. And even if she wasn't okay with something, I'd be like, well, I'm. Th- this is where the stereotype. I'm the older sister. I've made this decision, and this is what, what we're, we're doing. doing. Um, so yeah, and I I think that uh, her deciding to show us that she is an adult like she's an adult like i remember she moved out we were living together she moved out she got her own place and it was very much um like oh shit she actually like she told us she was going to move out and i was like where are you 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 getting the money from to move Mm, out yeah um and then she did you know and i think that was like the first wake-up call for me that this is she's not a baby yeah Mm. you know like yes there had been the dynamics of this is your younger sister and she's coming to a new country and you need to look after her in that sense um, but she wasn't a baby. And in the same way I had to grow when I came to Canada as a teenager, she was also going to grow and figure it out for herself. Yeah. And my idea of holding her hand the entire time and pulling like, her in directions that she didn't necessarily yeah, want that to she necessarily wants to go in. And you know, like I would, I would almost have her like reporting to me. It's not like mm. I told her to, but subconsciously I would want her to tell me everything she's doing and where she's going and who she's with just so yeah. i could say hey that's, this person safe. that's, not, that's safe. not and why are yeah. you doing that um but on the other hand i wouldn't tell her shit i was doing you know mm. like so it wasn't a relationship yeah yeah mm. it was like i was like yeah i'm i'm grown you know i'm done with university i'm working like i'm a grown woman i can but you're my younger sister so i need to keep you in check but yeah if nobody was keeping me in check when i came <laughs> so like why did i feel like i needed to do that for her yeah. um so i feel like when she stepped back and like really put her foot down um, to show that you know she's an adult and she has she has her own autonomy that was when i was like okay like as a sister i also need to like reevaluate um my stance with that like if i wanted us to be friends mm. and not just like older sister, sister. not just older sister younger sister dynamic and i think i'm really scared about relationships and like with families in that sense because i hear and i see i witness i know people my friends who have such crazy dynamics with their siblings like they don't talk or you know, it's just there's a lot of shit to work yeah. out. And like, same with my sister, there's a lot of shit for us to work out too. But it's constantly important to her and to me that we're friends, that yeah, we're yeah, trying to figure it out. Because out if it. we don't approach it as friends, then, yeah, honestly, the sisterhood, the daughter mm-hmm. one used to hold you together. Like, that's <laughs> like, you yeah, need, because you need blood to be really friends. isn't that thick. That's the thing people <laughs> don't understand. Blood isn't thick enough to keep you in the same room. It no. just means that you'll be at the funeral and you'll be at the wedding, but yeah. it doesn't mean yeah. anything. Yeah, more the major than events, that. the major mm. events. Like even that one, Steph. Sometimes you Skype in or whatever, <laughs> Zoom in is not, is not that um, deep. I guess. Um, what would you say your dynamic was with like I like I know a bit, but yeah, just like the ten year gap, just like not having like being so. in completely different lives exactly at the yeah, age in which you're introduced as her younger sister and basically yeah so i and i uh i don't have like obviously okay a lot of my memories um start from when i'm like i was about four oh, right that's pretty early yeah. yeah i remember being four and so my sister would have been 14 i didn't have context for how old my sister was i just knew she was much older than i was mm. um and I had two older brothers. My brothers were eight and ten years older than uh, sorry, eight and twelve years older than me. Um, and my older brothers felt like heroes to me. In retrospect, like as an adult with context, I can see how they worked very much like uh, weekend dads. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like my expectation of them was so low, so it was so easy for them to be heroes to me because like 
they didn't babysit me they didn't take care of me they didn't do anything to help but like they will well actually buy you ice cream this isn't actually true i realize as i'm saying like that's not accurate my brothers did help but the expectation of who was supposed to help was my sister so my mother had the expectation that my sister was supposed to take care of me Mm -hmm. so when my brothers took care of me it was like oh my goodness like well done even if like my sister had been taking care of me every day the the expectation is that my brothers should do it um and I think my sister rebelled against that idea. So it became a thing where she was like, I'm never going to do it. Mm. Um, And I think I imagine I've never spoken to her about this, but I imagine my introduction into their world really fucked up her life more than it did my brothers. Mm. Um, So I remember being a kid and my brothers would babysit me like my mom worked nights so my brothers would babysit me and they weren't good babysitters they weren't safe um this is no it wasn't good um what did least, you die <laughs> i didn't what, die that's such an but, thing to say. i didn't die did but like die? when i was seven i saw my brother fucking so that oh why should i see that <laughs> i just wanted to watch anastasia <laughs> That's it. Until now, anytime I meet somebody called Stacy, I'm just like, I know who Stacy is. Oh no, no. Stacy was fucking exactly. Yeah, I didn't really know what it was, but I, I saw everything. I saw more than I needed to see. So shout out to Stacy wherever you're at. Um, but um, with my sister, I think she just didn't want to be. She didn't want to. She was the only girl, like you know, with these two boys and. Like, I just think a lot of responsibility was expected. There was a lot expected of her. And so she just did the opposite of what was expected of her, which obviously made her persona non grata at home. But it also meant that with me, it was just like, this bitch hates me. Like, Um, bro, like, I just want, like, I want to be your friend. And, like, she didn't have time for me. And my brothers would, like... And, again, it's not like they were, like, great brothers. It's just that, like, I didn't disturb them as much. So when I did disturb them, they would have my time. My brothers would take me to the cinema. They would buy me sweets when they come home. Mm. My sister didn't acknowledge me. She didn't speak to me. I would start stealing her stuff just to get her attention. Um, I remember one time I took her phone to school. Um, and so she had to go to work and she couldn't go to work she couldn't find her phone and then the I'd school be pissed off yeah but like I, again keep in mind I was like maybe yeah. six years old yeah yeah, yeah so it'll make me even more pissed it's just like I can't no. do anything about it because it's a it's a, it's a child, child. <laughs> so I'm six and my sister is 16 right so she's oh a teenager oh my god that's such an, that's such an age exactly like, she's mm. doing she's like trying to meet boys she's trying to do her thing definitely and not six, trying to have my younger sister around six-year-old sister who was like i read the story with me let's go to the, the and she couldn't care less right yeah. um and so it's just like this thing of like my sister hated me um and i didn't understand why uh and so we didn't you know i i also then moved to nigeria when i was like almost eight so like when i was eight years old i moved to nigeria and i lived in nigeria till i was about 16 Mm -hmm. and in those eight years i had one like three minute conversation with my sister on the phone it wasn't really a conversation so that means like 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 i said i was four i remembered i had a sister I know she'd made me a jam and cheese toasty before. <laughs> um, I stole her phone. Like, these are the memories. These are all the memories I have is like, I stole her phone that one time. She had a friend that my brother liked and we used to go to her house. And like, I know that like, my sister did do stuff with me, but like, actually, no, it's not that my sister did stuff with me. My sister would, I would be around my sister a lot because mm. I was her responsibility. So mm. I was with her and her friends. But 
she was never really it didn't feel like she was ever happy to have me it was always I was always an inconvenience mm. um and her friends were really nice to me and they would like offer me things and be nice to me whatever my brothers were nice to me but my sister she didn't she wasn't mean she just was very unhappy I was around which like now I can be like yeah when you're 16 17 you don't want to a have to parent yeah. a six-year-old yeah. but as a six-year-old I'm just like I don't know what I fucking did to this bitch yeah. and then obviously I'm in Nigeria for eight years and like I don't have a conversation with her like I remember like uh saving up my money to get uh internet cafe whatever mm. credits credit and like i messaged my sister and be like oh i made a facebook account i'm gonna go find you on facebook i'll be here at 1 30 in the whatever and i'll go for my 15 minutes and this baby won't show up and i'll send her a bunch of messages like i came here i just want to say hi whatever um and she's on uh, me um and then when i moved back to the uk she was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I haven't spoken to mom in, like, how many years because she sent you off to Nigeria. Uh. And I was like, um. Well, what's happened to your phone? At least mom used to answer my phone call. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? You know what I mean? And so that was the the relation that we had at that point was, I think, she had grown out of that, like, discomfort of, like, having to be forced to parent this child. And now she's excited to have a sister. But I have been like, this person literally, I don't exist in your world. So you've stopped existing in my world. And now I'm coming back and you're telling me how much you miss me. You, all these like actions you've taken on my behalf. But like you didn't fucking phone me. Um, and like my my mom had done very sweet things to try and um, help me not hate my sister. So my mom would like go to the charity shop and find like, a, like she, I remember she bought me this book. It was a, a book, like a kid's book from Tenerife. And um, she brought it to me when I was in Nigeria and said, oh, your sister went to Tenerife and brought you this book and said I should give it to you. Like those t-shirts. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but it was like a, it was like a, it was a storybook or something like yeah. that, whatever. And so it was one of those things that I really held really precious to be mm. like, you know, even though my sister, like I'm a kid, so I've made up my own mind about why she can't get on Facebook or whatever. And so like, you know, she's traveling and she's thinking of me and she bought me this present, whatever. And I kept that with me for the eight years I was in Nigeria. I brought it back with me to UK and I was like, oh my goodness, like, look, I kept the, the book you bought from me and she was like i didn't buy you that book like i didn't go to Tenerife. like and, and then she was like yeah mom does weird shit like that all the time i don't know why she fucking did that i didn't like and i was just like guy well she obviously did that to like try to bridge a no know. yes yeah. but my context my sister's not my mom's biggest fan <laughs> so it's just like who sent you nobody asked you to do that why are you being weird for and yeah. i'm just like she was trying she to, to help, help you, you. Yeah. yeah and you know so the, those those things were like the bedrock of our dynamic mm -hmm. that meant that by the time I was 16, my sister is not someone I had any relationship with. Mm. Um, I didn't respect her. I didn't know her. I didn't care. Like she just was a person that like was sometimes appear in my house. That, that was pretty much it. Um, and I think at some point, I think probably when I was about 18, 19, I started making some money like well started making enough actually i remember she used to be a manager at a restaurant when i was 16 and one day something happened there was a big someone canceled whatever they needed someone to be like a like you, you collect dishes after people have eaten and mm. you do the pot wash whatever and they needed someone super last minute and so she called me and was like can you come and do this now 
And I was like, okay, sure. I wasn't doing anything. I was in college. It was after school. So I was like, cool. So I went and I did it. And I made a shit ton of money. Like people, like in the UK, people don't really tip. Like it's not really a thing. But people gave me bear tips that day. And so I was like, ah, this is how they used to do it. So I want, I want to do more of this. I like it. I like it. I like money. Yeah. And so I had a great time. And then I wanted to be friendly with her so that she would keep inviting me for shifts. inviting me for this kind of thing. So I was like, oh yeah, like I really like that. It was really fun. Like next time, whatever. Um, and so that's kind of from there. I think I started being friendly with people that she knew mm-hmm. and they would ask me to come and work and stuff like that so it's now we're sharing spaces and it's weird because we're sisters but i have a better relationship with or people yeah like people who are not my sister know what i'm doing in school or how i am or whatever so it it's now a thing where like now you know what i'm doing in school because like you know i play netball because your friend was asking me about my netball practice yeah, not because we had that conversation yeah but then even me too now i'm learning that you used to play netball because your friend is saying oh yeah we used to be in the netball thing and i'm like ah you too you played netball wow madu like um that was kind of our our dynamic and i would say like now it's not that drastically far apart um there's no bad blood or anything but we're definitely not close sisters and we don't the the stereotypes of like older sister and younger sister don't apply like i know when i moved back from nigeria she tried to be like just like randomly be giving me advice to be like this is what you need to do or this is what you should like she would always do stuff like that and sometimes really good advice but like i was like i don't know you like (laughs) since when like what the yeah, fuck get out my face this input. yeah like t- it was so weird she would be like oh you need to start saving your money and I, what the fuck is this who is this guy like it was like who the same. Guy? exactly it would be the same as if someone in the street just walks up to you and was like you know what's important you should make sure you save 10 pounds every week i was like yeah. well, get out of my face yeah, right yeah um but now i'm like oh yeah like makes sense that was great advice i should have done that and if i did that then i would probably have a lot more money now but at the time I, I i didn't so that was the only time that i ever felt like she's trying to be my big sister mm-hmm. um but i was never her little sister at least not once i was a person that had a personality and whatnot and wasn't six anymore yeah mm-hmm. i guess um, like thinking about it like what <laughs> i was going to ask what's a sisterhood but quite literally like what does it mean to be a sister like because mm. you're saying you are not her little sister so like mm. i understand what like the stereotype of a little sister and stereotype of a big sister is but like bigger than the younger versus older what does it mean to you to like what is your ideal sister relationship what would that look like and what, what, what yeah what does that mean to you i'll be interested to hear what Daphne has to say because i feel like my answer exists only because I am a big sister or a sister to to other people. So I'm not just a person with a sister. I have a sister. Uh, sorry, I am a sister. And my ideal relationship with a sister looks like the best version of what I'm trying to do with my little brother. Um, particularly as an older sister, it just looks like someone who who goes before you like we were just in the Mm. previous episode we were talking about decision making and one of the most like proud moments i had as an older sister was when my brother was going to university being like oh i've done this thing i know the potholes i know where i fell through and i know you so i know where you're going to maybe have a hard time so before you take a step 
just so you know, here's what I learned about this process. And like now you get to do it and you don't have to make the same mistakes I made. And I was really, it gave me such joy. Like I had never felt more like a big sister than I did. Like, no, that's not true. I'd never felt more like a useful big sister. Like, it's not just that like, oh, I'm protecting you. If somebody tries to beat you up, I go and beat them up first or whatever. Like, it's not, it's not that. It's not that, you know, I'm making sure you've eaten. Whatever. It's like, I'm a useful guiding like per, like do you know what I mean I go before you yeah, like it, it. that's literally what it felt yeah. like was just like oh like the reason I am in the world before you are is to make sure that you have a smoother ride mm-hmm. than I do mm-hmm. and so that looks like having knowledge and information it looks like providing support emotionally financially whatever um and as I got older um the thing about being a big sister started to I mean it didn't really diminish but my desire to also just be a sister not a big sister increased and I had the thought of like I asked my brother to be vulnerable with me to come to me for support and advice and whatnot and because he's because I provide all of that to him I don't think that he can do the same for me but realizing that like honestly this is still a big sister shit but like thinking about how I want him to be a person who can do that for anybody. Mm. And so being like, I'm going to try and like put him in the situation where he has to do that for me. Like being like, if I'm having a hard time being like, I'm going to call my brother. And I know I have my friends. I know ultimately like I actually have the support that I think I'm is going to be helpful, whatever, but I will call my brother and be like, yeah, like I'm having a really hard day and this is what I'm struggling with and whatever, whatever. And just see like, you know, sometimes like that's like he he will make a joke and whatever. But sometimes he'll try and be like, you know, like, I think this would be a good thing to do. Or like you think too much or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? And over time, it like it felt less. It was really fucking awkward when I used to do it before because it was, un- it was just random. There's nothing, whatever. And one day I'll just phone you and be like, oh, you know, um, I'm dating this guy and I don't like it. <laughs> and he'd be like, okay, but like, why are you telling me about your weirds? I mean, I'm just telling you that like, you, you, you should know. He's like, but like, why don't you have friends? Like, <laughs> like, yes, I have friends, but I want you to know. And I want you to tell me about your own. Yeah. Like, okay, what the fuck? Whatever. And then over time that transitioned a bit. Um, so then I remember the first time he told me that like the reason I have a problem with my mom is because I just can't let I can't let her be herself. He's like, when mom says wild shit, sometimes she just wants to say it. But you, you must let her know that you disagree. And that's your problem. It's like, if you just say, yes, mom, it's over. Like, and I'm like, yeah, but I can't. Uh, and he was like, yeah, like, that's what I'm telling you. You need to stop it. Like, just leave it. Like, just leave it. And I remember being like, not only is that helpful advice, it's the... I guess it's the opposite of what you're saying and kind of what you said about your sister of like feeling like, cause I, re- I saw that in him basically he's the youngest and it's just like, he feels like nothing has to do with him. <laughs> like mm. is, is a thing of just like, yeah, like these guys are going to do whatever they're going to do. So he feels very, at least to me, it seemed like he felt very disconnected mm-hmm. from our family and from family decisions and like responsibility. Like it, it just was very disconnected. 
And so I guess like my way of trying to pull him in, not even because to be honest, it wasn't like I cared what his view was. It was more just that like you you this you should practice this. You should exercise being a community for the people around you. yeah. Yeah, and like even though I didn't necessarily think he actually had a voice, I wanted him to feel like he had a mm. voice and like to want to have a voice. Actually, that's more important to to want to be like, actually, I want to say something. I have a say. Um, I didn't know whether or not that would pan out or whether that would mean anything. But like it was something that like I remember like my dad was ill and we're having okay. family meetings and he didn't have to like it was like a thing where nobody would care whether he came or not. And I was like, no guy like we're making decisions he was like yeah but like i'm not i was like no like you know that's really good we all have to um, we all have to i mean sorry Uh, before we keep going Mm -hmm. do you you have thoughts yes exactly i've been talking so much (laughs) (laughs) no i was gonna say that um earlier with when you were talking about um uh, i hate when i start blanking adhd Mm. wow okay what sisterhood means to me. Yes. I think sisterhood means to me friendship because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the like my chosen family or the people who are my friends and that I am very close to, that I refer to as my sisters, is because of a friendship and I feel like a bond and attachment to them that regardless of fights or arguments or disagreements, I know that this person has me and I have this person. Um, and I think my my relationship with my sister models for me a lot of things that a lot of friendships and the way I want like a lot of relationships in my life. So Mm. I'm not somebody who believes in if we have a fight or something bad happens, we're going to stop talking and that's it. I'm very much like, let's talk Talk about it. Let's hash it out. Unless the other person doesn't want to, I'm confrontational like that. So (laughs) sisterhood is, it's sharing. It's just, Mm. it's, it's that camaraderie. Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that support that, like, just no matter what, like, this person is my person. Like, no matter how difficult the relationship, because I always say that the relationship I've had with my sister is my longest, um, most successful and most difficult relationship because she's the person that I've definitely had the most fights with, horrible fights with. Mm-hmm. And even in my romantic relationships, when I've had horrible fights, and I, I've always sort of, like, pulled myself back and be like, this is no worse than what you and your sister have said to each other. So <laughs> if you guys can figure that out, you can figure this out with other people that you love too. Yeah. And it's only if the other person um, is not able to like value me in that way mm. that I pull back from the friendship. But mm. my relationship with my sister, like what I think she teaches me and what I you know, hopefully teach her is that, yo, family's life, family's for life. Like mm, yeah. it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what I do. I'm always going to have your back. You're always going to have my back. It doesn't mean that boundaries should be crossed and yeah. disrespected. Actually boundaries should be heavily enforced because I think that's what makes like a respectful relationship. relationship yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's, it's, it's really the basis of friendship, like yeah. a deep, deep bond, a deep friendship, a deep intimacy. Yeah. I think like, like I agree with that. I think also there's a thing about like shared womanhood. Like I don't know exactly what I mean by that, but there's this feeling of like being a woman is hard. And I think sisterhood for me means like sharing in in that, like pulling yeah. each other, like supporting each other in that specific way. Yeah. Um being like I, again I have older sisters and so it's also like the thing of like the expectation of like 
them being the ones that have fought some of those battles first mm. and um, standing on each other's shoulders. And as much as like they're older sisters, their their battles are fought with my mom first on things that benefit all of oh, us. Or, like, like, and so it's that thing of like just looking out for each other, um, specifically in the the plights of actually in the society that we grew up in, just like the expectations of you aspire you're a girl child yeah mm-hmm. uh, you're a woman and all of that thing all of those child. all the boxes that they're like <laughs> okay this is where you fit into and don't you dare step out of that yeah um i think sisterhood is a place where even if like there's i and this is not the most ideal state obviously is a place where even if we have to pretend outside this is the place where we can be real be real yeah. be free um to live outside of that box yeah yeah that's how um like perfect sisterhood is in my mind mm. like if i got to do my primary school right up on like my sister and i would either be twins or like maybe like nine months apart like, mm. you know, wow like, i really want wow. to kill your mommy like, <laughs> that's very close like, that's very close so like yeah. as in like we're we're really like there's no like age is not that much of a factor right. because we're really trying to almost do life at the same time mm. and then is when you said shared womanhood what that hit for me was like obviously like we're all women here we're cis women we are nigerian we have so many shared 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 whatever sisters is as close like is the same people that raised us it's the same we grew up in the same households maybe Mm. went to the same schools like that's why it was also like in my perfect mind it would be similar in age so it's not even like you did this at this time and then i did it six years later it's like no we're we're really doing this thing at the same ish time so Mm. like um when you're when you meet people who are close in age like that oftentimes age doesn't become a factor even with their parents yeah because it's like when i was a kid i had a bedtime and i'm four years older than my brother so his bedtime had to be earlier than mine because i was older yeah but if we were like nine months apart it's really like it's you guys's bedtime now like or like we're twins and it's obviously definitely but like there's no you're not making a 40 minute difference of a bedtime for somebody who was born nine months like everybody goes to bed yeah it's not that so you're really like sharing the same experience we're having the same fights with our parents or like we're witnessing the same it's whatever um that's kind of and even if we're not on the same side even if i hate this imaginary sister that grew up the same time as me like you understand me in a way that nobody else can Mm. because like you really were in it with me you're in the trenches we're having the same expectations same kind of conversations even if our personalities are different we truly like i'm trying to remember that book that we read for book club with this you how you grow wings, uh, how, you, how you grow wings, how yeah. we grow wings or how you grow wings or something like that mm-hmm. and the two sisters in that are so different um and their responses the responses that they pull from their parents and the way they respond to their parents are very different mm-hmm. but they saw each other they didn't like it but they saw each other because they know they knew what the other person was experiencing and why they feel the way they feel and how they're responding and whatever even if they wouldn't make those choices Mm -hmm. they see it and i think like as a person who really desires to be understood that's like would be the ultimate sisterhood to me is like having that because like even if you disagree you really i know you understand and disagree yeah Yeah. i would say like um like thinking about that i often like i think i often think about my family not in a negative light but definitely not in a positive light 
but like even hearing you say that and thinking about my sisters and thinking about like the ways in which like they paved the way like as much as like sometimes i'm just like guy like you could have done a lot more mm-hmm. <laughs> you've done a lot more but i think about and it's also the the thing of like we're so we're not close in age um so when i was my sister my eldest sister moved to the uk when she was 16 when she was 16 i was about seven so like we didn't have a relationship. a relationship right i used to we used to go visit her sometimes my mom this is also the thing my mom i think is actually mad now that i think about it yeah. my mom would dump me in the uk with her for the summer oh wow and like but she's 16 no not when she was 16 but maybe when she was like 19 20 yeah, yeah. They, they did that to my sister too which is <laughs> interesting like leaving her like you know, saying you're staying with Daphne, wherever Daphne is staying. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I think that is mad now. Yeah. But mm. I remember then, and like just like she had her shit together, which also created like high expectations of those to follow. Yeah, because yeah. like she doesn't have two heads. Like, what, like what we're talking about. But Remake. it also created the dynamic of her as my second mother. Because I'm like, what, I'm 10, 11 year old yeah. being dropped off in her house. Um, I remember the first time I, but it's also the thing of like, it's that, so there's the mothering thing that like would annoy me, but there's also the experience of like, my sister was the first person that took me clubbing. I went clubbing when I was 13. Mm-hmm. My mom dumps me again in her house in Wales or something. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I think her friend's 21st or somebody's 22nd birthday. And she did my full face of makeup. Cause she's like, I'm not, I can't leave you at home alone. I'm going to the club. Mm-hmm. So you're coming with. <laughs> um, and so like, but it's like, so like, there's those experiences as well. And like my sister, the first person, like she got a piercing. I now have tattoos, but the person she she walks, so I can't I can't run. run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Oh, um, I can tell you about that. <laughs> my mom slaps me all my when she saw my tattoo. Wow, screaming. Yeah, I'm screaming. Yeah, it was the very. Was in like, Walmart too. Like she didn't wear white Walmart people can square see. Square one, Walmart and Square one. I literally felt stars. I was like screaming whenever you go to in years. Bruh. Okay, we can unpack that. (laughs) (laughs) We can talk about. I think what I want to think about talk about is: Are there specifically in your relationships with your sisters? I know you're closer to your brother, but think about your sister and this. Where like there are scenarios in which they've walked, so you can run, and there are scenarios in which you you walked and they could, so they could run. Um, 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 I gave all of my examples already, so I've answered this question. uh Do you want to go or should I go? Okay. Uh Um, I think there was a point I was going to make actually earlier that Margaret was talking about, like very, when we were younger, when we were kids, I definitely didn't want my sister around like Mm. my friends, which was, it's only as an adult that I see how detrimental that was to our friendship. Because in my head at that age, you know, I was like 11, 12, 13 coming into teenage years. Um, I wanted to be cool in school. And when she started coming to, when she transferred over to my school finished primary school came to secondary school it was i was kind of like no stay with your friends, friends like yeah. I'm with my older mm. friends you know um and i think that that definitely created like a rift between us mm. um where it was kind of like oh like my older sister doesn't think i'm cool mm. or you know and but that that really wasn't the case i just didn't want it's developmental. you know like i just wanted se- like, separate it's, it's funny because my second <laughs> sister did a the opposite of that and i love her for it she's the person that always included me she, yeah like, no she, i i really wish i had done that yeah like, i really wish i had done that because um 
it was also a thing where I was very quick to make friends and drop friends like mm. as a kid. My sister is more um she's more careful with how she like who she calls her friend and who she mm. has her in her life. And I think it would have I would have learned from her with mm. the way she approached mm. friendships Friendship. and maybe she would have learned from me um with more like openness in making friends, oh, yeah. right? More vulnerability more, more vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I think that, that that was an interesting. Like that's something I would definitely have done differently if I could go back in time. I would have been more inclusive of um, her being there because I, I I I feel like I almost made her feel like she was my enemy when mm-hmm. that wasn't my intention, yeah. you know. Um, and then I wouldn't. I would keep things away from her. Like I would have my first kiss, and I would not mm-hmm. tell her about it because I also felt like. My mom was always making me feel like I was a bad girl because I was doing influence. things and a teenager. Mm. And I felt like she didn't want my sister to be influenced by my badness. I was mm. like, okay, you keep you and your perfect child away from me. While me, I continue to be the bad girl that I am. Yeah. And yeah, that definitely shifted things in our relationship. You know, And it was only as we got older that we started talking more about that and trying to examine like where that relationship dynamic came, came from because there was like you know, weird power struggles, struggles and yeah. shit like that. Um but now I absolutely want my sister to be friends with everybody I know, you know. And but I, I I understand when she's more like when she pulls back a little bit from it, um, because this is not the no. dynamics that we always had, yeah. and, you know. Um, but I feel like I derailed from the question that you asked. So walk, oh. run, <laughs> run, walk. There we um, go. Yeah, <laughs> um, even myself, I was like, I don't forget. <laughs> the I I think with walking and running. Um, the things I mean, the tattoo I, yeah I the, the yeah the tattoo thing. was definitely one of them um because my mom you know she's really really deep into christianity um and we grew up very religious like from my mom's side so one of the last things my mom was ever expecting was for me to come and get it tattoo. she wanted me to be a gospel singer so it was very far off from like what she wanted and when i got the first ones and then i you know i kept going and she felt like I was part of, she genuinely felt like I was part of a cult mm. and they were making me do this. Um, <laughs> Sorry. And Sorry. I think Sorry. that... Smackings on the body. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. She would, you know, send me the Bible verses from Leviticus. Yeah. My mom used to do that, but I never took her seriously. So I'm imagining like someone like, because now I'm thinking, maybe my mom was serious. Your mom was serious. Yeah, I tell you this all the time. Serious. My mom was looking up how to remove, like, laser surgery to remove mm-hmm. the tattoo. Cause, my mom doesn't know how to use internet. <laughs> I think my dad was looking it up because my mom was very bothered. Like, how can we remove this thing from her body? Mm. My dad was like, it's more expensive to remove it than your time. But I think, I think there was less pushback when my sister got her tattoos because... But in, I don't know. It was weird. My mom kind of like was like, "This is your fault. Like, you yeah. know, your sister is following your footsteps." Yeah. And yeah. genuinely, she wasn't. Like, yeah. she she, she, she did not get a tattoo because of me or because I pressured her. She got it when she wanted because she felt like it. Like, she, it had yeah. nothing to do with me. Um, but I don't think she had that much of um. And like, my mom didn't complain as much about that. And I think just generally with decisions, like even coming to Canada, I was the one that decided that I wanted to come here. Um, they kind of just like made her follow whatever you decisions did, yeah. I made. Mm-hmm. Um, the areas in which I think my sister um, walked so I could run really has to do with um, finances. Like when I came to Canada, I had no concept of money, fin- of money financial <laughs> stability. Like I was 15. Um, they gave me a credit card when I was 17. Like I think country. I flew off tea and I didn't tell my parents I collected this. So <laughs> God knows what's with it. So I got into debts and some pretty fucked up situations like 
quicker. And to be honest, Shuli had a lot of times she she was the smarter one. Like mm. she had, I felt like she had more sense when it came to money. Maybe, I don't know if it's because she saw mistakes I made or she saw mistakes that say, other people yeah. made. It could be, but I honestly feel like I learned how to manage money from from her, from her because mm. I was like, ah, you cannot be the older one that is constantly <laughs> calling the young. Like this don't make sense. I'm like, bro, yeah. it doesn't make sense. So yeah, she really. Because of her, I, I, I was like, okay, yeah, you need to like figure out like your finances and like you can't be out here as an adult saying you don't know what you're doing or you don't understand credit systems and all mm. that. So yeah, it's it's, it's just in, in different ways, ways, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me, my sister um, has always done a lot of things. My sister's always been a person who chose herself my family can often be like a chaotic family and she does a good job of like prioritizing herself and i think by doing that it like i think she got a lot of and to some degree still gets a lot of like flack from everyone including me um of like she has a rep for being like a bit selfish basically because she chooses herself um but that means that when i choose myself you're not as bad as roof so you good yeah like i'm not i'm not selfish um because i think about and we're different um and i think like i had the opposite rep of not being selfish i had the rep of being selfless so when i started making decisions that would have been coded as selfish if she made them it was like if not necessarily applauded but it was like yeah well done like you know whatever yeah like but i think that like had she not been the person who was like already branded as like the selfish one in our family my decisions would have been the ones that were like okay this is now the selfish person or whatever Mm. you know what i mean so that's like an unfortunate just truth um I also think that she, um, something that I learned from my sister, it's just this idea that I even, I think it was today or yesterday, I saw a TikTok where it was like, I will never take advice from someone in an area where I wouldn't want to trade places with them. So like if someone's giving you money advice, but they're not, you know, they've not got good money habits or whatever, don't take that advice. And like on the surface, that sounds like sensible but in reality, good advice can come from anywhere. Just mm-hmm. like there's plenty of things that I know that's good that I don't do. Yeah, yeah. And like just because I'm not doing it or you don't see me doing it doesn't mean you shouldn't take the value and the wisdom in what I'm saying, right? And I think for the longest time, because I didn't really respect my sister, I wouldn't take her advice. And my sister is one of the people that she really always knows like really good ideas of like how to do things, how to get things done. She's always like she she knows about all these initiatives and like she's really good with like money saving habits and whatnot and things like that and her follow-through of doing those are not always the best in her own life at least not externally but as I got older I learned and realized that like at first I wasn't even acknowledging what she was saying and then I would hear someone else talk about something she said years after she's told me about it and be like shit if I just fucking did this shit when she told me to I would be in a much better place. Like this would be way better. Um, and so those are the kinds of things I think, yeah, like in a lot of ways, like my, my sister has a lot of fights with my mom. That means that my mom is way more open to like 
having conversations with me because she and my sister is just like, oh, well, your sister says I'm difficult. And my sister, well, mom says you're difficult. So then when I have a conversation, it's like, oh, mom, you know, but you can be difficult. Oh, but it's not all the time. So there's just a, I don't know how much of that is just because like this is the dynamic they have and not also the fact that like I'm a different person. I have a different relationship with my mother. I, I put more effort into that. Um, but in a lot of ways, I'm also like the second batch of children. So like I see how different my mom is with my brother, who's only like three, four years younger than me. I can imagine that the parent that raised my sister 10 years before she started raising me that was a lot of like just a lot of difference um and so and also again like I said I moved to Nigeria for a bit so I wasn't being parented parented by my mother so I didn't have that direct contact with her so it could be could be that um but yeah like it's it's, what have I taught my sister Mm -hmm. one minute or less and one minute or less um I don't know that my sister will agree. Yeah, I don't know that my sister will agree, but I think I have, in my own way, taught my sister the value of family, of, like, mm-hmm. our family, um, the value of empathy and accountability, even when the other person made a bigger mistake <laughs> um those are like the areas that i think i've modeled good behavior taken steps that mean that like my sister gets benefits from it um yeah cool 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 yeah. can i wrap this up but i'm not sure how to end it mm-hmm. i have one last question okay. wow my very last question is what is something that you think your sister thinks that you think. <laughs> I said <laughs> it really what, slowly. Though? What is something That's about okay. about her or about your relationship that you think is untrue? Okay, so something that she thinks that I think, but isn't true, but isn't isn't actually yeah. what you think. Okay. Yeah. Um. I think. Like, sometimes she thinks I want to outshine her mm. um, because there were certain dynamics growing up that caused commentary. And it was, there was just a thing of, like, you know, oh, you're the younger one that's going comparison. to support and, you know, mm. like, Daphne is going to achieve this and da-da-da-da-da. And I think, like, it did a disservice to us because... On one hand, it made me very secure and confident in myself. On the other hand, it made her question a lot of things about like her position or her identity. Mm-hmm. So I think some something that I think that she might think is true, but I don't think is true, mm-hmm. um, is that I try to outshine her or that mm-hmm. I try to um, keep her in my shade or in my shadow. That's mm-hmm. never the case. I always want her to shine as bright or even yeah. brighter. Um, but again, as I, when I was younger, I didn't realize that there were things I was also feeding into, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, stereotypes that my mom was pushing down our throats and, and like I was just sort of like going along with it as, okay, this is my job as the older sister and that's mm-hmm. her job as the younger sister. So 
Yeah, like I've, I've I've never seen her as somebody that needs to be in my shadow. I've always seen her as some like she has a she really has bright light, light. Um, like a diamond. Yeah, and she's I, I think I think she's going to reach a lot of people that I would not be able to reach just by virtue of her own experiences and her own empathy and her own selflessness. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, beautiful. Um. Something that my si- I was trying to pick a sister. That's yeah, I was, I, when I asked you, I was like, I'm going to ask him, why you need to pick a sister? Yeah, this is so interesting for you guys that have multiple siblings because I'm just like, so in your head, you think about like, okay, so which one do I do this with and which one? Do, and for me, I'm just like, it's one. Different. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and also different. Yeah. Um, I think that my eldest sister thinks that I not that I will take advantage of her or that like um I don't care as much as she cares about our family or like uh as we say about our dad but I think that's true Mm -hmm. About, about our family in general um and I think it's because of the way in which we um because she's the oldest, right? So, like, there's a way in which she, there's pressure on her and there was more pressure on her growing up to take responsibility, accountability, and to actually show up. So there's, her care is very active and visible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think because of that, she thinks that if you don't, if it doesn't look like that, then you, you don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that is true. I think that, like, I don't like to fight with my my sister will also like fight for what she believes in da 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 I'm both of them this is true for both of them um I I don't necessarily like to fight with my family I don't necessarily want to I ultimately think that we're all living our lives and as much as like we are one family we don't need to look alike mm-hmm. like it doesn't need to look this way mm-hmm. um and because I'm not fighting for it to look a certain way it might come off as a lack of Mm. Um, I don't know what my sister thinks, man. <laughs> um, that is the end. <laughs> Go for it. If I had to guess, actually, I think my sister thinks that I think that she, um, is too hard on my mom. And that's true. I do think that. But I also think that she thinks that I don't understand her perspective. Mm -hmm. And I think that is false. So, like, I understand why she feels the way she feels. But I still disagree. Mm. And I think she thinks that if I just understood how she felt, I wouldn't disagree. disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, that's the that's the thing that I think is, like, maybe, yeah, like a little misunderstanding, miscommunication, whatever, <laughs> between the two of us. But, um, yeah. To wrap the episode up, mm-hmm. you get to ask us a question because we've been asking oh, loads of questions. Okay. So whatever you like. Um, hmm. It doesn't have to be deep. 
Okay. It doesn't <laughs> have to be about the topic. It can legit be anything. anything. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so I was listening to your podcast. Oh, wow. Um, just the first one. I actually oh, don't okay. really listen to podcasts because I'm just not good at paying attention for more than 20 minutes. Mm. Um, but I was, it was the first episode. So the episode about you guys and your mm-hmm. friendship, yes. actually. Um, and I was like, this is so interesting that you guys had that um, dynamic where one person has a partner and, you know, my fr- the friend now feels neglected or like you're not showing up for me anymore. And I was wondering, like, how long was that time period in which, um, you know, I like this question. It's Amara, factual. It's yeah. very Because nice. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think things are resolved in an instance. And mm-hmm. I, I don't imagine that it was one conversation and then everything was like snapped back to perfect. Like, I know you guys mm-hmm. had, you know, a, a very deep conversation, but then. Yeah. I'd imagine that you guys still had to find ways to relate with one another and understand like what the other person now required in this new mm. dynamic of, oh, my friend has a partner. Um, and I was like, yeah, so what was that time period? Like, was it like over a span of three months, two months? I Did it feel like it was long or was it like a short amount of time and then you all went back to a good place? You know, lo- you know how long you were with him. Yeah, I like, think it was like maybe eight or nine months. Yeah. Okay. That's shy. that's lengthy. Yeah. 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 It was a long time. Yeah. And, and how? I think the. No, but I don't think that. Hmm. Yeah. I don't. I think it was about a year now. <laughs> think about it. I know, but I don't think in the beginning, 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 it. It wasn't. There was a period where, you were with him that i was like oh like this is the start of a relationship and like my other things like it it would it would like settle mm. do you know what i mean so like i didn't have i wasn't like i remember it was winter and it was going into spring or summer or something that i was like now nah, i'm making new friends i'm going outside cuz i've had a sad time so like I don't think I felt how I felt by the time we were talking in that like winter period, but I don't know if it was like winter from like November time, December, or if it was winter, like January, February. Mm. I know that we started dating probably in the fall. So like October was mm. when we started dating. Yeah. Like, um, and then that Christmas I went home. I yes, Nigeria, that's true. You went to Nigeria. Came back in January. Yeah. So were you guys figuring out the dynamics of your friendship throughout the course of that relationship? Or there was pretty much a period where you guys weren't talking and then you guys... No, we never had a period where we weren't talking. It It was was just just, the um, way we were talking was changing. I think also, um, not to open up this conversation, but I think also like the dynamic of our friendship was also changing in that period, just outside of the relationship. Um, cause I remember that was when I think I needed you more at, to start before it was pandemic pandemic, just, it was 2020. Yeah. So pandemic, it was fall of 2020. It was when I took the time off work. Yeah. So I took a three month leave of absence because miles was born and child. Yeah. And so I think before, right before the relationship sort of picked up, yeah. I was needing you more. And then I think that the, sort of drastic cut yeah probably yeah that's probably why that's true actually because i remember when you went home uh when you went to nigeria like i remember being 
irritated with him because like he wasn't he wasn't doing anything wild but i was just like you're an additional stressor like we don't need to be stressed right now we need people that are bringing peace not people that are bringing stress so i remember but even that's what i mean back then it was like this is like a mild yeah i think it picked up probably when i when summer was coming around yeah i think that's what it was because it's like I, I know it was like it was because also I don't think we touched on this in the podcast um, in it, but it was pandemic times and I lived alone. Mm. And so um, the people I lived with, had, like uh, what's the face? Abby had moved out and Sandrine moved out, I think, in what comes before April, March. I think you had <laughs> moved. Yeah, because yeah. you moved out in March, didn't you? 2021. Yes. Because you moved to Darcy in March 2021. That's my memory. Yeah, that's true. But even... What's that? Wow. <laughs> so when did... Sandra, well, okay, that means it was a year before even that she left. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Anyway, the point is just that, yeah, it I think... It was over almost a year. It was almost... Yeah. The relationship almost, was about a year. I think the issue started maybe like five or six months into the relationship. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, maybe before that. It, it, was, it was... I feel like it got bad five or six months into the relationship because before that it was like i know five or six months in the relationship is when i was like i'm making new friends i'm going outside i'm not inviting you again like if mm. you are here you can be here but if you're not here well, we'll see but yeah i just i think that's very interesting because i feel like those kind of dynamics also happen with like sisterhood um yeah. you know like you can get into a relationship with you're dating somebody that, you know, your sibling doesn't necessarily love or yeah. like or think that you can do better yeah. than. Um, and I think the way you navigate your relationship versus just shutting the person out and being like, well, this is my partner now and then is, is really important. And I think the time period over which it happens, because I think some people want things to be resolved instantly, right? So I think giving that patience and giving that opportunity for like, hey, we can talk about things and sort it out. Was I? Yeah, I enjoyed hearing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we cool. We cool. <laughs> whatever. But thank you for coming. Thanks, yes, guys. this has been so fun. Thanks, this has y'all. been all the ships, and we've been talking about the sister ships. Catch you with Shuli in yeah. about ten seconds. <laughs> really? Maybe not. I'm, yeah, I'm like in another episode. I beg. Yeah. <laughs> Let the people breathe. Let their ears breathe. <laughs> but um. Yeah, call your sister if you have one. And if you don't, call whoever functions as a sister. Like a sister to you. To you. Yeah. 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 Tell them hi. And if they're pissing you off, tell them now. <laughs> You're annoying, but I love you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Let's fight, but I love you. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. Woke up this morning with my mind.